Paul Maurice has plugged in the right holes for this Florida Panthers team throughout this young season. We discussed more about the Florida Panthers defense and what will happen when reinforcements return. And we preview the game on Wednesday night between the Florida Panthers and the Washington Capitals. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Wednesday, November 8th edition of Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're to our team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from the Hockey News, and you can follow me on X at Monoman12. Follow show account on X and Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And shout out to the everydayers who come back here and get your daily Florida Panthers fix. And today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKDOWNHL to get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms and use for details. And Panther fans, don't forget to enter our giveaway for your chance to win this hat with the Florida Panthers logo, Emirate Bank on the side, and the lettering, the official bank of the Florida Panthers on the back. Uh, all you have to do is send in your screenshot of your subscription to Locked On Florida Panthers YouTube channel on X at, at Monoman12 or on the show account, LO underscore FLA Panthers on X and on Instagram as well to submit your entry. But it it is Wednesday, which means it is a Winans Wednesday edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Jacob Winans is back here with the Florida Panthers being 6-4-0, and oh, heading into their Wednesday night game against the Washington Capitals. We'll save that for the third segment. But Jacob, welcome back to the show. Grateful to have you back on, my friend. Thanks for having me. Um, I always say this, but it's, it's always better doing these uh, coming off a win. Panthers got a win yesterday as of this recording, so so I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, 6-4-1, uh, and one, and everything is looking a lot better uh, for the Florida Panthers. I mean, it, it's crazy what we think of this time last year after the Florida Panthers started to – the wheels started to fall off a little bit as far as after their 4-1-1 one, and one start last year and all the chatter on, on social media about, you know, the coach and all that. But looking – a little bit of a better attitude this time around. And also when, when you think about where the Panthers are here versus not even, not even last year, but even parts of the early parts of this year, when you think about Bob's really, the only really poor performance that Bob really had was really Monday and it came out in a win. And that's one of those games where you say, ha goalie wins aren't stats where you don't really look at that as the be all end all about that. And and also when it comes to the Florida Panthers ability to flip the switch and Palmer's plugging in the right buttons as far as forward lines and shaking it up whenever they need to when falling behind. Yeah, you don't see it those lines always sticking from one game to the next, but knowing when to to uh go in not necessarily desperation mode, but saying you need a little bit of a jump, you need a little bit of of uh of, of more zone time and familiarity, which is the great thing about whenever Carter Hagee is not on bark off line, which he hasn't been most of this season. And then you put them together as well. So that's also a great thing that what we've seen is we we've seen them in stretches of, of the familiar faces, but also giving them an opportunity to mesh with other people because I mean, 
Barkoff and Rodriguez, which we'll get into Evan Rodriguez a little bit later, you know, they're still trying to get to know each other as far as how their games are going as well. So what what are your thoughts on the line shakeups as far as in-game versus going back to what they were uh, through the beginning of another? Well, I think we're in a spot right now where it's it's going to look different and and as as players get hot and cold, which that's going to happen, especially with new faces, I think the Panthers are in a position where you'd rather they, they shuffle and test things out at the, in the early part of the season um, and see, you really have to see what has the best chemistry and what, uh, what group, what groupings produce the best. Uh, that's the most important thing this time of year. And it, it's gonna, it's gonna look, it's gonna look weird and it's going to be a little bit frustrating at times right now without Sam Bennett um, because he, they, they definitely did not factor in uh, that the second injury, the injury in Boston, uh, that that was really not something that anyone planned for. Um, it, obviously, with his injury in preseason, we knew he'd miss a few games, but uh, having that injury in Boston that in his first game back, that really kind of threw a wrench in the Panthers' forward plans, and they're they're adjusting it on the fly as we go. Um, which honestly, it's 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 just about keeping the production for your higher end guys, uh, hoping you get some depth production. But everyone everyone right now is playing. Uh, out out of order out of some guys are not necessarily on the lines that they were uh, intended to be on uh, guys are playing second line minutes that would normally play third line minutes you've got third line guys that are normally going to be fourth line guys uh, and naturally you have at least one or two guys that will probably end up healthy scratched uh, that are now everyday players of Sam Bennett out so it, it's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of mixing and matching but you, you'd rather see it early in the season uh, when when it's about finding chemistry and every team in the league is doing this right now where, where the lines aren't set in stone. Uh, there's a lot of uh, fluctuating and, and finding the right combination. So um, the Panthers are fortunate that the injury situation with Sam Bennett came early in the season versus later in the season when other teams have already found their chemistry and the Panthers would be scrambling to find theirs. Yeah. And, and that's, and, and racking up some wins really helps with that as far as, as far as getting through, uh, with it, and this is where the Florida Panthers, when it comes to shot on goal percentage on net, they're 25th in the NHL at 6.7, um, 6.72 percent. Um, when it comes to expected force, um, goals for percentage, they're ninth in in the NHL as well. So that's another, uh, that's another encouraging sign when you see the Florida Panthers creating their opportunities for for four goals even though the puck is not going into the net as much as we'd like to see yeah they scored five goals against columbus which is very encouraging helps out that stat as far as points uh goals per game excuse me as well so that's a definite uh that's a definite uh encouraging sign for the panthers uh, i did get a question about evan rodriguez about missing the net turning the puck over yeah his giveaway takeaway is one takeaway to seven giveaways uh, as well uh, not the most encouraging to, to see. I mean, you saw him as as far as power play taken from the first unit to the second unit, but we were not expecting this whole time for Evan Rodriguez to be a, a 35 goal scorer at all. We were just seeing him as a complimentary piece to bark off as well. And I, I think he's still going to get his opportunities on the top line. I don't think that's going to be changing uh, soon unless uh, unless the wheels really fall off on that line. But he has eight points through 11 games. And through that pace, it's it's going to be a career high in points for Evan Rodriguez. I believe it, the the point pace would be at fifty six for Evan Rodriguez, which is great. This is something that we we spoke about in the offseason about how he has an, an opportunity to have his best season, even though he was playing under um, with Sidney Crosby. 
and Nathan McKinnon. And as far as uh, save percentage when he's on the ice, you know who's you know who's you know where Evan Rodriguez ranks? He ranks number two defensively in in save percentage in when he's on the ice. Goalies have the the uh, a, a save percentage. The, he is second best on the team when he's on the ice. Went for for that stat PDO, which is PDO shooting percentage and saving percentage combined. He's actually number one too when it when it comes to that. So so as far as Evan Rodriguez and what you've seen as far as missing the net and and turning the puck over at times, how much of that is a concern for you? For me, it's not that big of a concern, and I think. Uh, it's kind of a blanket answer across the board. I'm not concerned about the offense at all. Uh, It's this is, this is the Florida Panthers and and we've seen what they can do offensively and it it has not changed that much. Uh, Yes. They they've given up a little bit of offense to prioritize defense past couple of years. This is not the same team that won the president's trophy by scoring five, six goals at will. Uh, It's, it's a different style, but this is still the Florida Panthers that can, that, can put up three, four, five goals um, on any given night, and that should be enough to win in the NHL. So uh, as far as offense is concerned, I'm not concerned at all uh, with the offensive production, and that's with your top two defensemen out. That's with Sam Bennett out. Uh, Everyone's production increases when those three guys are back in the lineup because right now we're not getting the blue line scoring and the blue line offense that we're used to, uh, which, again, we're we're really kind of treading water in that area until – Ekblad and Montour are back. So with that said, I'm not concerned about the offense. With with Evan Rodriguez, the turnovers are a little bit of a concern. Um, I, I'd say that's that's a slight concern. Uh, playing top line minutes, you'd like that usually means you're up against other top lines, and those turnovers can be really really punishing if you give it give it away to the wrong guy. Uh, but just the eye test, it it just feels to me like Evan Rodriguez doing is trying to do a little too much at times. Uh, he's 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 a guy who's very defensively sound. He's he's a really fundamentally sound player. He just he just needs to simplify it. Really, he's on a line with Barkov and Reinhardt right now. Those are two really really highly skilled players. You can defer to them a little bit more and and not do as much as he's trying to do with the zone entries and uh, trying to just kind of get away with magic stick work. There's there's no reason for it. Uh, just simplify the game. Chip it in. Make a good pass to Barkov to Reinhardt. Uh, and then get get to a good spot. Uh, I I think the turnovers will take care of themselves um, once he once he just simplifies his game a little bit. Um, but this isn't it's not a it's not a young player. It's not a rookie. It's not a guy who who doesn't know these things. This is a a veteran who's played with some really really elite talents. He's been on the line with Crosby. He's been on the line with McKinnon. Uh, he's he's played with some really really good players. There was a time in in Buffalo when he was uh, breaking in. He was on the line with Jack Eichel for a little bit. This is a guy who. He's played with elite players. He knows how to be a complimentary piece, and we don't need him to, to score at a point-per-game pace. We need him to play sound defense as a forward. We need him to give us maybe 25 and 25, which I think is very reasonable. He's well on pace for that. Uh, I think I think temper expectations a little bit with Rodriguez just because he's on the top line doesn't mean he has to score a point per game. Uh, we're looking for Duclair-ish production, and we're looking for for a little bit more sound defense, and that's we we've definitely gotten that so far. So uh, I'm I'm not concerned. I think he'll figure it out. Um, missing the net, it's sometimes it's just a matter of if you get a lucky bounce or or one goes in that, that probably shouldn't go in. You get a deflection goal, something like that, gets your confidence back up, and you stop thinking about it so much, and and you can just fire the puck. But he's he's a great shooter. He's got a a lethal wrist shot. He's got an excellent one-timer. 
Uh, he's not going to be missing the net all season. It's it's a it's not a big concern for me at all. Yeah, and like you said, the defense first, and the and the stats back it up as far as what he's doing on that side, and then the goals will come uh, for for uh, Rodriguez and him being a veteran and adjusting um, to to new teammates and all. Uh, definitely, definitely anticipating a a a better production from Evan Rodriguez, even though he he does have the eight points in the eleven games. But we're going to transition over to segment number two. Where we're going to discuss more about how the Florida Panthers have fared in in games where they have led or tied after three one goal games defense's ability to shut down and what happens to the defensive structure for the Florida Panthers and roster construction when the reinforcements come back we're going to discuss this and more here on the locked on Florida Panthers podcast today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors and passion, drive and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts and your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply ebay guaranteed fit only to u.s customers this episode is also brought to you by sleeper and the a new nhl season brings all sorts of possibilities whether it's matthew Kachuk scoring 50 goals the florida panthers hoisting the stanley cup you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy app of the locked on nhl network sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy contests. And all you have to do is pick whether studs like Barkoff, Kachuk, or even other guys like Connor McDavid, who can explode at any moment, even though the Edmonton Oilers are struggling. Alexander Ovechkin, which we hope he does it, but not on Wednesday night. Sidney Crosby or Nathan McKinnon. If they, if either of them will record more or less than their sleep projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game to win a 100 times bet on sleeper, you will need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Cats fans. You win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Segment number two here on this Wednesday, November 8th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Wednesday, on a Winans Wednesday edition of the show. So, Jacob, uh, one thing that I'm very encouraged for this Florida Panthers team is uh, how they've performed when they've had a lead or they have been tied going into the final frame. And these are usually stats that I don't really look at until a certain benchmark of the season. But now we are whatever whatever one divided by eight is 12, 12% of the season or around there, around that range. Uh, so, and, and, and the... 
and the trends are looking good for the Panthers as far as where they stand as far as as far as one goal games, two and oh, leads lead or tied after going into the third, six, oh and one. And when they score first, too, for the Panthers, four, oh and one. So positive trends for the Florida Panthers. And we've seen how even with the eye test about how they've changed their style, not necessarily change their style of game, but go into shutdown mode. And we've seen how well the dirty areas for the Panthers have been protected. The slot has been protected for the Panthers. And we're looking at, and this is a segment mostly about the defensive conversation for the, for the Panthers as well. And third, third period shot on goal differential, Jacob is at a plus 44 through 11 games. That's great. Like you got to be highly encouraged uh, for the Panthers, especially what their blue liners have done, especially when it comes to battling in the pucks in the corner and even a, a, a quick, uh, a, a quick dump out of the zone to to have the opposition reset. It is encouraging. Uh, I, I think the Panthers made it a, a point of emphasis in retooling the defense that they they wanted to get guys who are who are going to be positionally sound um, when when the games are close and when the game is on the line in the third period late in games. Uh, we've seen with this season so far that every game is a close game for the Panthers. Really, uh, we've seen a ton of empty net situations. Uh, one goal games, uh, really tight checking games late in late in the third period. That the, the Panthers have really learned to thrive in those moments, uh, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they they just run away with the game by scoring a bunch of goals in the third period and, and bury teams. That's unrealistic. Uh, that's that's not that's not really how you win in the postseason. And the Panthers learned that last year, uh, and they've carried that over into the regular season this year. There's plenty of games that come to mind, uh, like the, the Toronto game, just heroic shot blocks at the end of that game to win. Uh, we, we've seen that happen uh, multiple times. We've seen, we've seen uh, clutch empty net goals, the Anton Lundell goal uh, in, the, in the empty net situation against Detroit. That's a one zero game. Uh, and the Panthers locked it down in the third period until that empty net goal. So it's, it, it's been, it's been really positionally sound, defensively responsible uh, shut down hockey in third periods. And, and that's great to see. Um, I wish they, I wish they were uh, a little bit better so far at at keeping leads that they get early in games. Um, we'll we'll have. I'm awesome. sure that'll get. Yeah. Yep, I'm sure that'll get ironed out over the course of the season. You're not going to see a whole lot of times where you're up three zero and end up in overtime. Uh, that's not a very common thing to happen. So I'm not going to panic or overreact to it. But um, I think all in all, third periods have been really really responsible. That's the word I'll use. Um, quick it's 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 protecting the slot it's not allowing uh guys to get in position for rebounds it's when you get the puck get it out of the zone whether you have to dump it out off the glass quick chip play to center ice and then get the puck deep or a good breakout pass uh i, I think it's been positionally responsible it's been really defensively sound and when you get ekblad back and you get montour back you can really start punishing teams in the third period when the games are close because some of those chip those quick plays where it's where uh, teams are pressing and our defensemen have to flip it out of the zone. All of a sudden you've got Ekblad and Montour back there and those flips out of the zone become uh, pinpoint breakout passes that could turn into odd man rushes late in games when teams are, are trying to bring their defense and get active and try to tie a game. So uh, when you get your offensive defensemen back, those, those opportunities uh, become the opportunities where you can bury a team with an insurance goal. So I'm, I'm very encouraged. Yeah, especially um, especially on a stretch pass that that leads uh, to to a breakaway for sure. That's another one. And one thing that one thing, another thing that 
for the Panthers is we've complained about this team going to the box over over the last few years, but they're actually in the bottom third as far as PIM, uh, as far as going to the box, which is very encouraging. Um, the the percentage as far as goals against on the PK, yeah, it is it's not the best of numbers, but as far as giving the opposition opportunities on the power play, you got you got to be satisfied with that. And this is the whole foundation of defense wins championships as well. This this as far as trend setting. What they do on defense is what's going to carry over. The offense is going to eventually turn it around, in, in in my opinion. And this also goes back to the whole, what do the Panthers do as far as roster management, as far as uh, when reinforcements come, come back? Because you're going to have maybe around like $1 million in cap space when you activate Aaron Ekblad, assuming that, uh, assuming that Mike Riley goes on waivers and then you use the waivers exemption from U.S. Uvis Belinskis. But maybe even Uvis Belinskis has put himself in a position where you can't, you shouldn't send him down because he's been so responsible with his game um, as well. You may put that as far as a forward is as well, but still the Panthers are going to have a, a, a little bit, they're going to be a little tight, but they, they still are in that opportunity to carry 23 players. You, you, and that's even with the buried penalty of Spencer Knight being sent down to the AHL because that's still on the Panthers book. Just because he's in the, let's uh, Panther fans, just because he's in the AHL doesn't mean there's, uh, there's a uh, money on on the cap for Spencer Knight for those who don't look at cap friendly. But as far as Mike Riley, how how many more games do you see him playing? As far as a chance to make a last ditch effort to get through before the reinforcements come. Well, if we're putting if we're putting Brandon Montour and Aaron Ekblad sometime after uh, the California trip ends, I believe that ends on the seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at about two weeks, roughly. Um, for one or both of them. Uh, now, with Paul Maurice's injury updates, I don't like to take the early end of them. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll say, just to be completely safe, let's say Thanksgiving. Give them three weeks max. Fair. If we see them back by then, I think you could see Mike Riley play two or three more games, possibly, um, and, and and see where he stands at that point. I think it'd be irresponsible not to play him. Um just from a roster management perspective, because you want to at least see what he's capable of. Um, I could see the argument for not playing him uh, so that you can't give other teams anything, any good film of what he has looked like this season. That's a good uh, idea. And you can possibly sneak him through waivers um, because he is a guy who, if he is put on waivers, his cap hit is low enough and his NHL experience is high enough where uh, it's not, it's definitely not a sure thing that he goes unclaimed. Um which if, if he does go through waivers and is claimed, it's not the end of the world, but uh, you, you never like giving guys away for free. So um, I, I could see the argument for not playing him and trying to sneak him through waivers by not giving other teams anything uh, to look at on film. But uh, with that said, I don't see him playing more than a couple more games uh, just to see w- what, what he has to offer. And, and it's going to be a tough decision uh, who, who gets the boot when uh, Ekblad and Montour are back. Um, but the good thing is all the guys that are in consideration for that, they're all professionals. They're all uh, veterans. They're guys who, who they're not going to complain about it. I'm sure these were conversations that were had at the time of their signing. Uh, I mean, these are guys who who came in on, on cheap deals and, not, and there's Bill Zito is a, is an upfront, uh, honest type of general manager. I, I have zero doubt that he told them going in, uh, look, you're not guaranteed to be with the big club the entire year. We've got two guys that are going to be coming back. 
so show us what you have in the first couple uh, first few weeks and we'll see where where that lands you at that time so um it's it's definitely not a bad problem to have there's a lot of nhl experience on the on the the depth end of things on the blue line so um i I don't think riley gets a ton more games i do think he ultimately ends up placed on waivers and hopefully he ends up passing through to charlotte because uh it, it does not hurt at all to have that kind of nhl experience mentoring the young guys in charlotte yeah and competition brings the best out of people and we've seen this uh ring true throughout the first uh 11 games uh and you know it, th- thankfully the defense has been the least of the panthers issues at least on five on five uh through through that and one more thing before we transition to segment number three is that yona jakovic has been sent to charlotte for a conditioning stint so we so we will see a few games for the for him at forward in in charlotte where the charlotte checkers are will actually be making a trip to the west coast uh to play the san jose barracuda later this week but we're going to transition over to segment number three where we are going to preview the florida panthers matchup on wednesday night against the washington capitals a nationally televised game on tnt we're going to discuss that more here on the locked on florida panthers podcast today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook and score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook because right now new customers get a $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better place to get in on the action. And with the Dolphins being on a bye week this weekend, you could use that money to go put it on the various talent around the National Football League. And the app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options that include spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Segment number three here on this Wednesday. November 7th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Winans Wednesday edition of the show. So Florida Panthers, Washington Capitals, first of three meetings um, this season, their only trip to Washington, D.C. This season, the the crew that will be on the call for uh, on TNT will be Brendan Burke, Darren Pang, and Tarek L. Bashir. And hopefully we get a little bit of the pang cam uh, on on uh, on the TNT broadcast because that is such a cool feature that Darren Pang has when he's at center ice and all. But Jacob, for the Capitals, which I think you're, I would like to say you're very familiar with the Washington Capitals, you being from the DC area. Yep. But uh, what the Capitals are going through right now is transition as far as getting older team that has traded a lot of assets in order to win which it's paid off for them back in 2018 and and a, and a team that had a lot of free agents go out the door and had to make that up for as far as cheap contracts and there's the total amount of players that are have current deals i counted them under three million are 12 players it's gonna be hard to win when you're relying on the younger guys even some of the older guys for the washington capitals some of them some of them right now are hurt Max Pacioretty had two two Achilles injuries in a matter of two years with, um, with Vegas and and with Carolina as, as as well. Joel Edmondson, who they got from the Montreal Canadiens, uh, he's 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 uh, sidelined right now. 
Nicholas Backstrom, the hip resurfacing sur surgery, which is a really hard surgery to come back from. Patrick Kane is going through that right now. And another player who we're familiar with who went through that, Edjo Vanowski, he went through that in his playing career, which, which once again, a, 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 a surgery that's really hard to come by. And even with Alex Ovechkin struggling to get his first goal until I believe it was the game against Toronto on the frozen frenzy um, that night where Washington got destroyed in that one. That I'm, I'm not going to pretend I've watched the Capitals all year. That's basically the only game I've watched this year. But aging roster, a lot of young guys as well trying to complement the pieces and all. And and we, we've we seen – and we they have a coaching change too. Spen, um, Spencer Carberry, who was a very sought-out coach who was on the bench with the Toronto Maple Leafs, who worked under the Washington Capitals on their AHL affiliate in the Hershey Bears as well. And offensively, it's been a struggle. 1.9 goals a game, 9.7 on the power play. We think the Panthers' power play is not doing well. The power play unit with the best goal scorer of all time, more than likely, when he does pass Wayne Gretzky, is struggling in that department as well. But their defense is in the middle of the pack. Uh, we don't know who the starting goaltender is for the Capitals. Uh, Darcy Kemper, 2.94, 899 save percentage. Charlie Lindgren's numbers have been a little bit better in less starts. But basically for the Panthers, if if it's it's very simple. Keep keep the keep the if if Alex Ovechkin is 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 not scoring and you're keeping him at bay, and even Kuznetsov and Tom Wilson and TJ Oshie, you're you're in a great play position to win. And they have John Carlson back too. And he's their second leading uh point getter for, for the Capitals. And they they suffered a lot when John Carlson was out for a good portion of the season last year. How do you view this matchup? Um, I, I view it as a, as a stereotypical trap game. Um, mm -hmm. I think Washington, the, the stats don't look great for them this year. They're definitely on the verge of a rebuild. Uh, we'll see if they fully commit to it or not, given that Ovi is chasing uh, some NHL uh glory i guess with with the the goals record that he's he's chasing down until uh probably until the end of his career um so we'll see if they end up actually committing to a rebuild but with that said the salary cap has eaten them alive the aid the 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 age-old uh issue of father time has has caught up to them uh they've got a lot of guys that are dealing with injuries and coming down to the tail end of their careers um that that are still trying to produce, but it's not as easy when you don't have, uh, we don't have the kind of depth that you, that, that they're used to. So um, offensively, I, I think they, they, it doesn't look good, but they're sneaky enough where they, they, they can quickly put up a few goals on you. Cause oh, it's no, not no. like Evgeny Kuznetsov has forgotten how to play hockey. It's not like right. Alex Ovechkin can't put together a hat trick uh, at, at the snap of a finger. It's not like TJ Oshie doesn't know how to score goals. And these are guys who uh, the, the Panthers saw them in a long and, and hard playoff series uh, not that long ago. Uh, it, it's it's a group that gave the Panthers a lot of trouble in the postseason. It's a group that that they know how to come together and win some games. It's really the bottom half of the lineup where there are some question marks. Guys like, um, you, you think of guys like Sonny Milano, guys like Matthew Phillips, who's been a great story. Um, guys like Anthony Mantha, who's disappointed. It's the bottom of the lineup that, that hasn't really been able to produce. Um, but if the bottom six gets going, then all of a sudden you could, you could have some issues with their offense. Uh, defensively, John Carlson, he's <laughs> due to tank, honestly. Um, he's, he's still productive. Uh, I, I think what the Panthers really need to focus on here is stay out of the box. 
it's a power play that struggled, but they're they're a power play that has weapons, and all it takes is one game uh, where you give them too many opportunities, and and they could they could explode out of that. Uh, Tom Wilson's still good. Evgeny Kuznetsov is still good. Alex Ovechkin still has the best one timer in the sport. Uh, John Carlson can still quarterback a power play, so don't give them any unnecessary chances on the power play uh, because the Panthers penalty kill hasn't exactly set the world on fire. And if you, you have a bad showing on special teams, that's how you give a game like this away. Um, but I think on paper, the Panthers have every advantage. It's a game you have to win. Um, but, but if, if I'm being honest, it's, it's the Washington Capitals. Uh, they're, they're a veteran team. They've won. Uh, you cannot overlook them under any circumstances. No, no doubt. And like you said, those guys still know how to play hockey despite being on the older side. And how, how many times, how, how many times were we seeing TJ Oshie right on the doorstep scoring a power play goal during their, uh, during their six games uh, playoff series uh, back a few years ago. And, Stressed me out, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, so. they were, they were such a pain that whole series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for sure. And unfortunately, Tom Wilson did not finish that uh, series against the Florida Panthers due to a torn ACL uh, as well in that one. But still, he can definitely piss a lot of people off on the ice as well if if he gets into your head. So that's another thing. The Panthers have to be even keeled, level headed and not get Tom Wilson, not let Tom Wilson get into their head as well. That's a, very, a big key of, of the matchup for the Florida Panthers to come out with a win on Wednesday night. But Jacob, I want to thank you so much once again for joining me on this Winans Wednesday edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast as the as the Florida Panthers will be making this quick one game road trip over to Washington, D.C. before returning home at Emirate Bank Arena against the Carolina Hurricanes. Tell everybody where they can follow you online. Yep, you can follow me on X at Jacob Winans 8. Um, looking forward to this this game against the Caps and the fun stretch coming up. Yeah, next week the for the show, it'll be a post-game edition West Coast Cats After Dark when the Florida Panthers face off against the San Jose Sharks. So I will, I see will have toothpicks in my eyes. <laughs> toothpicks, <laughs> coffee, you name it. So, <laughs> see you next week, my friend. Looking forward to it. See ya. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steve Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And every day is make sure you come back for tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast as we will be breaking down the Florida Panthers versus Washington Capitals matchup. So make sure to come back for tomorrow's edition of the show. Sorry, my brother Velez with Jacob Winans. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.